Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug. I'm Darren Miller. And I'm Travis Helwig. Welcome to our friendly and thrilling preview of what is now our first game of the MLS season, LAFC versus the Portland Timbers, which takes place this Saturday, March 4th at 1.30 p.m. at BMO Stadium. You can watch it in person on Apple TV Plus or on Fox. And just as a reminder, 10 minutes after the game, we'll be live on our YouTube channel with a post-game call-in show. Click the link in the show notes and join us. Shout out to Fox, who did one telecast this week but in front of a dirty curtain while everyone else was in a beautiful <laughs> Apple TV studio. We're finally starting our season this week as the Rose Bowl El Trafico game we previewed last week got postponed due to rain. And because when they built LA, they forgot to include a working sewer system, all of us almost died. I believe because of a flash flood, the entire Rose Bowl was washed out to sea. Is that right, Darren? Yeah. But the the street a block over from me had like four different giant pine trees just fall and crush a bunch of cars in the neighborhood. So that was pretty insane. <laughs> Darren, I think I'm tired of this banter that's been requested by our, our listener mandated banter. Let's get into the show. <laughs> All right, let's do it. As I remind myself every week in the mirror, I'm too busy being a devoted husband, father, and fully employed member of the workforce to have time for frivolities like keeping up with every detail about every LAFC game. So I make Travis, the most frivolous person I know, explain to me the storylines for each week's, ga- each, each week's game in a segment we like to call Storylines. Ooh, I love it. More and more each week. These are the storylines for this week's game. 
against the Portland Timbers. Quickly, an important storyline is that this is our first home game in the brand new BMO Stadium, which is the same as the old stadium, but with a new name. They're going to hang the championship banner. They're going to give everyone a free BMO hat. And they're going to arrest me after I make a big deal about them getting rid of soul sausage. I want the fucking fried chicken and french fries. And I'm furious that it's gone. It's gone? They are, they, yeah, they got rid of it. Every year they get rid of the food that I like. And it's infuriating. They get rid of their Well, free play is going to be open. But I don't know if there's any restaurants in there. Or if they're just doing like a little. We'll see. They're giving away 50% food and drinks 12 to 1. If, so that people get there early for the banner drop. So get there early. Maybe I'll see you. But the okay. first. Real storyline of this game is that this is a rivalry game, Darren. LAFC have a few teams that I think I could consider our rivals. The Galaxy, obviously, we talked about last week. The Seattle Mm -hmm. Sounders. The Philadelphia Union now. But a team that always gives us a dirty, aggressive, and downright mean game is, of course, the Portland Timbers. That's right. Portland, Oregon, a city so past its prime, the sketch show written about it was canceled five years ago. Uh, I, I couldn't believe that. It's like five years ago. That's that's how long it's been since we said, OK, that was fun. But yeah, was, it's also enough. Yeah, it's like making fun of hipsters is like 25 years old now. Making fun of hipsters is old enough to be a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> We've played some fucking dirty games with Portland. They always kick the shit out of us and not in the final result. Like they literally kick us a lot. Whenever we play them, it's very testy. But even more of our rivalry stems from some off the field antics that are really fucked up in a bunch of ways. Like when we knocked them out of the U.S. Open Cup and Portland filed a complaint officially trying to get us disqualified for having too many foreign players. Or worse, when our old striker who's now at Toronto, Diamande, Dio, said he was called the N-word by a Portland player and the Portland organization essentially claimed that Dio made it up. It's just like oh my God. a bad a bad organization overall. That's a thing people make up, yeah. That's, yeah. There, there's an upside to that. <laughs> Sure. Last time we played Portland, it was the end of last year. In what was considered Boanga's breakout game, it's the the game that we won. We clinched the supporter shield, and we all but knocked them out of the playoffs two games before the end of the season. So they want some revenge against us. We hate their guts. I think their organization is terrible. Since Portland (laughs) entered the league, they've roundly been considered a powerhouse team. They won the MLS Cup in 2015. They had two finals appearances since then. But Portland is coming off an off year. And our second storyline is, is Portland prime for a bounce back season after last year's clusterfuck? And that clusterfuck, in true Portland fashion, wasn't just about what was on the field. There was some insane front office drama that is Almost as fucked up as the Dio stuff, Darren. And I don't know. I don't know why I'm getting really deep into some like nasty stuff to start. But I it love is this kind of stuff. Let's do it. Like this is what I think the MLS is missing: is the fans don't know how corrupt and evil these fucking organizations are. So we got to talk about it. I feel like that's all people talk about in like European soccer leagues. It's like that's maybe why it kind of seems inaccessible sometimes to people in America. Is like you get caught up in a conversation with two super fans of European leagues. And they're talking about like really detailed shit, like front, like business stuff. What human rights violations their Saudi owners have done. Sure. 
But that so, applies to all teams in all sports, that's true. so it's okay. That's true. <laughs> I, th- I actually feel like it'll be a big step forward for the MLS when Qatar buys a team. So there was some insane front office drama last year that isn't funny, but is important to the storyline. So there was this massive exactly. scandal in the Portland front office surrounding their management and their sister team in the, the women's league, the NWSL, the Portland Thorns. They're owned by the same people. So there were allegations of sexual abuse and misconduct, which led to a damning report by U.S. Soccer alleging that the Timbers owner, the Timbers president, and the former Timbers G- Timbers GM were all involved in either sexual misconduct or involved in, se- in covering up sexual misconduct against former players on the Thorns by the Thorns coach from a few years prior. Like literally every high level member of the organization either committed misconduct, committed abuse, or covered it up. It is like, like in any other sport would be the biggest news in the country. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. So we have to beat them. (laughs) Yeah. The GM and president were fired, but Merritt Paulson remains the owner of both the Thorns and the Timbers. The entire thing is obviously fucked up and led to a massive amount of distractions off the field, which a lot of people think probably led to the lack of focus on the roster building. There was not a lot of focus in the front office on trying to make Portland good last year. And so a team which is normally a powerhouse, like almost made the play. They always make the playoffs and they failed to do it Mm -hmm. last season. And now the Portland roster doesn't feel as competitive as they did when we entered the league. And the team that they have continues to get older. That's especially obvious when you look at their captain and man who likes to kick Carlos Vela in the shins, Diego Chara, the 36-year-old Colombian midfielder. He's one of the best midfielders in the history of the MLS, but he's just not as good as he used to be. He's 36. That's older than me. And I can't tell you how much physical pain I'm in at all times. Yeah, that's a no-go. I just turned 36. How long has it been? Almost a full month now. And I really am on my deathbed, to be clear. It is um, wild how quickly that happens. You're just like, one day you're mm-hmm. like, I could play pickup soccer. And the next day you're like, I woke up in the middle of the night to pee and I couldn't walk straight. Yeah. I would play pickup soccer, but I, I, I'm not interested in a near-death experience today. Wouldn't Every just wake time up I laugh say, at like, you... Yeah. We got a, We had a message from somebody that first week that said we laughed too much. And every time I laugh at your joke, I can't help but think about that guy. And it, it is so upsetting. <laughs> this is like I did a live stream when That's I worked at Media for Pod Save America, <laughs> where I I guess my jeans were too tight at that point, and I, I like one comment said that I had unflattering jeans on, and I think about it. Every single time I put on any pair of jeans, I think about that one comment four years ago. It's insane <laughs> what comments on the internet can do to you. That's, I mean, I'm very uh, thankful to that man. He sent us a very nice message, but I am going to think about it forever. <laughs> and that was the purpose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so that you think about it, you know? So, you know, their team's getting older. Diego Chara is 36. He's their captain. He's really good at kicking us in the shins. Their goal scoring by forwards was lacking a lot last year. Of the 50 yeah. goals they scored all season, only 12 were scored by the front line. It's weird. It was all by midfielders and defenders. On Monday night in their 1-0 home win against Kansas City, their only goal was scored by Mosquera, who is a right back. 
like their front line is not doing what a front line is supposed to do. But they're hoping that their front line woes are solved by their brand new star, a Brazilian striker who goes by the name of Vander. Vander is 24. He's super smart. He scored 50 goals and had 38 assists in four years in the Danish league. He's great for a young guy coming into his prime. I, yeah, I, you know, he didn't do much last week on Monday, but he definitely, I think, is going to be a goal scorer this season. If not, Portland is not putting the right talent around him. They signed another forward earlier this week, but the top comment on the Portland Reddit about that player was, quote, I am whelmed. So I don't think we need to discuss them. Cool. Cool. Thank you for the, thank you for the tip. <laughs> yeah. It's, I always, when like, I'm not sure what to do, I look at that exact team's Reddit and see their response. And I feel like it's good to interpret how good a player is based on a fan base. All of this is to say that even though they won, they didn't look all that convincingly good in their match against Sporting Kansas City, which brings us to the final story of this week's match, which is. We are playing this aging Portland team on short rest, which should put us at an advantage. They have a full game under their belt, sure, and we still haven't played 90 minutes with our starting squad, but we should be able to beat this Portland team as constructed. It's That, that said, it's very possible because we still are in the preseason and we haven't played a full 90 that our team hasn't gelled even with that extra week of preseason. So it's this weird thing where they're playing on short rest Monday to Saturday and we're playing having never played before. So it's, it's like both teams are in a weird disadvantage. That's like what could have happened to them last week. Yeah, exactly. To excuse what happened to them. I did catch some of that game and caught the goal. It was, it went right through the goalie's legs. You nutmegged him. (laughs) It was Uh, very like, this, but like Kansas City, I think, was kind of dominating the game in every other way. They just happened to not be able to win. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think of. I don't know what to make of Kansas City from that game, or what. I the don't want to think about like. Kansas City. Like, I, it's not a. That's something about MLS is like. There's just certain teams that I don't want to think about, and Kansas City is one of them. No offense to Alex Abnos, our friend Alex Abnos. We we put the time in, you know. <laughs> We spent the first episode of the podcast thinking about Kansas City, and we hit our quota. <laughs> What's funny is we had that whole good. conversation about Kansas City in that episode, and I fully cut it out. I just—it's not in the audio <laughs> version of the podcast. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll we'll release a deleted scene that is all of us discussing Kansas City like a bunch of idiots for a um, Patreon only podcast where we talk yeah, about Patreon. Kansas. City. Join our Patreon; you'll get access to small talk about. The hometown of our guests. If you thought the content of this podcast wasn't intelligent enough yet, wait till you hear us talk about cities, talk about the weather. Okay, you, I got city, it. The, rain. For okay. all the amount, all, for all the shit I say about not wanting to banter, I've been doing a whole lot of it today. So you know, we still have a couple of questions about our team because we haven't played yet, which is honestly infuriating. It sucked watching all the other teams play last week. Oh man, um, that did suck. So, Everyone was like, "Oh, it was a good weekend for MLS." Fuck that! I was so frustrated. It felt like, <laughs> like it, why am I not watching LFC right now? It really did. I like. I felt like we weren't picked for the pickup game, you know, like I'm just, I'm like trying to get excited about what I'm watching. The Apple TV stuff was cool. I mean, we could get into that a little bit, but I thought they did a good sure. job. I, it is weird that they're standing and not behind. There's the like desk three setups. One of them is mystery science theater 3000. And I'm a little weirded out by that. Yeah. Yeah. That mystery science one is the weirdest one. I, the, the wraparound <laughs> thing is like they, what people are mad about the commercials, which yes, that's infuriating. But like the thing that I don't like is they, 
they like don't really cut into the games. You're constantly seeing the people watch the games. It's like, why would I ever want to watch that? Yeah, they're just discussing the show. I was thinking it would be more like Red Zone, and it's more like some other channel doing some kind of broadcast where they don't have the rights to the games, so they're just discussing it. Yeah, it, it's but they not do have Red the Zone. To the games. It's a it's a UCB show where they're watching a movie and making fun of what's happening. <laughs> okay, quickly the you know there's still a lot of questions about our team since we haven't played at all this year. Right. Word is that our center mid Ilya Sanchez was injured in preseason. It's not clear how injured he was. People thought he might not play against the Galaxy. Um, I don't know what his injury is, but you know he was an all-star, and in a lot of ways, he was the glue that made our team function last year. And if he can't play our already not great depth midfield, we're going to have to rely on some someone untested, probably a Tillman. And you know it will immediately highlight our lack of depth, especially with Champions League coming next week. That's something that I am very concerned about if we don't have Sanchez. And like I said last week, we still do not know what our front line will look like. Does a Poku start a striker? Does Michael Stipe Buick, Stipe Buick start? It's going to <laughs> Wow, everyone's it's calling him trust. Michael. People can't stop calling him Michael Stipe, the lead singer of saying, R.E.M. Of saying. What's the crossover between people who are fans of LAFC and people who would like a joke about Michael Stipe? You're uh, looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow, there's us. really a big audience for this podcast. It's <laughs> me, you, and like one person on a text thread with us. Does Vela get slotted into a false nine, which after last episode, many people tried to reach out to me and explain what a false nine was. And I just want to be honest. I don't want to learn. It's fine. I don't want to know everything. I'm very curious how our coach Steve Trundolo handles our subs this game because coming up, we have five games in 15 days with the Champions League and MLS all back to back. We lack depth like we've talked about every episode so far. So I'm really curious how we manage the minutes and who starts when and in which game. Um, and of course, the big question we have to find out is who will be our first Falconer of the season? Is it Justin Bieber who became a super fan after MLS Cup final? Is it Carl mm-hmm. Jacob? Is it Hunter Biden? We'll know soon. Those are our storylines for Saturday, Darren. And what about which Falcon will it be? Oh, it's got to be Ollie for the first one, unless something's wrong. I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. If it's I mean, not Ollie. What's our depth we... like? What What's our depth like in the Falcon department? <laughs> There was one named Fig for a while, but they haven't brought Fig back. If Ali doesn't show up, we got to boycott the team until they yeah. bring Ali okay, back. Okay, let's, let's do that. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to draft our top goal scorers. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And we're back. In our season preview episode, we talked about some of the biggest questions surrounding the squad this year. If you haven't listened, go check it out. We'll wait. 
we're done waiting. Perhaps the biggest of those questions was, given the loss of Chicho Arango, where the fuck are all the goals coming from? Well, it was Anton Chekhov who said, the role of the artist is to ask questions, not answer them. But we're not artists, we're idiots, so we're going to answer that question in the dumbest way possible in a game we're calling Islanders Get Drafting. Travis, tell me that's a Love Island pun, I guess? Yes, I I wrote that without you seeing. Uh, it's not and now hearing it, I actually don't think anyone says it's Islanders get grafting says but I don't even think that's a I it's not my best work, Darren. Keep going. <laughs> We're going to say this again. Islanders get drafting. Is it better the second time? No, please keep still, going. Still not going. <laughs> Will, Tra- will Travis continue to eat shit if I say it a third time? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about the game. It's pretty simple. Travis and I will take turns drafting four LAFC players to our squad. Whoever's team of four has the most total goals at the end of the season wins one free bacon-wrapped hot dog outside the stadium. We'll keep a tally throughout the season so we can trash talk with each other accordingly. But there's one twist. <gasps> oh, wait. I know the twist. We must live in the same hard truth in this draft that we and everyone all over the world must find a way to accept every day, and that is that Dennis Boanga is off the market. If Travis gets the trivia question right, he'll go first, and if not, I will. Okay, Travis, are you ready? You you better believe it. Okay, here's here's what we're going to do. Okay, I am going to give you five names... Of songs by Alexi Lawless, little-known recording me? artist. <laughs> Wait, yes. he—he's a musician. Alexi Lawless is a musician. Oh my god, we have to play his songs on here until he sends us he uh, has released like a copyright albums. notice. He has released multiple albums. What a fucking dork. you may not okay. know. Before we do the actual trivia question, would you like to just guess the name of one of his albums? I feel like you could guess. Okay. <laughs> January 6th was right. <laughs> and that's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you five songs that are on his Spotify, five of his top songs, and you have to guess which one is the most listened to song. Okay, this and is And if great. you get it right. Do I get one guess? Just one guess. Yeah, should I give you, should make it more fair, maybe I should give you two songs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get, I get two guesses. Okay. We'll say that. Okay. <laughs> this is so good. Red, white, and denim. <laughs> Crash just stole the Dave Matthews band song. <laughs> or maybe it's a cover. I don't know. I'm not going to listen to it. If I should fall behind, tougher than the rest, and calling everybody. Now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it, everybody. these might these might all be covers. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's too obvious. So. The denim jerseys were the jerseys he was known for. So my, uh, you know, sure, those sure. 94. So I feel like red, white, and <laughs> denim has to be number one. Is that it? It's not. Fuck. What about calling everybody? You just chose the two least most, the ah, least fuck. listened to songs of the What's five. What's number one? <laughs> number one is tougher than the rest. Bullshit. I could kick his ass. Okay, let's get into it. We're taking too long. Go first. My first pick is not Dennis Boanga. I'm going to pick... Come on, there's a consensus Uh, number one pick. Why are you being coy about this? Okay, I'll pick Vela. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, like it has to be right. I mean, there's well, I was nothing thinking, like what would be interesting, but yeah, I'll pick Bela. <laughs> I, we're playing for a bacon wrap hot dog, man. Let's not fuck around. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So now I think after the consensus one, it does get interesting. It um, does. You know, I, I think there's a risky, there's a risky pick, but I'm going to go with what I think is the most sensible first one for my draft board. The, he's listed number two behind Vela and that's Mahalo Poku. That's a good pick. That's a All good right, pick. My top two are off the board. Okay. I'm going to pick Hollingshead. Fuck. Fuck. I had him at three. Okay. All right. Yeah. And want to talk about it? Best mustache in the MLS? No. I think he might have shaved the mustache. He better not have. I don't know. We're, we're not sure. That's he all did. that matters to me. We're doing it based on mustache alone, right? He, I mean, he was one of the best defensive goal scorers in the league. Like, he's good at scoring goals. There are goals. I mean, it's not all set pieces either. Like, he just, like, finds his way into situations. It's great. Yeah, I like Ryan, Ryan Hollingshead a lot. Okay, my second pick, now that you stole mine, is the Michael Stipe of the MLS, Stipe Buick. I am a little bit worried about his minutes. However, with so many games... And so much rotation, I think he's going to find his way. So I have both Mahalo Poku and Stipe Buke. Okay. Uh, Sifuentes. Yeah, I think you got to do Sifu. I mean, Sifu's probably would have been a safer pick for me than Stipe now that I'm thinking about it. Although, do you wanna, no. Do you do a trade? He's, <laughs> no, he's go, he's, he might leave in the summer. So he might fuck you by the end of the summer as your third he might fight. Yeah, he... Oh, that soon? Yeah, they think they're going to ship him out in the summer. Well, that is a risky pick I just made, huh? Okay, well, that leaves me the other, the man who's next to Carlos Vela in all set pieces, Kellen Acosta, who scored in the MLS finals for my third pick. I love Kellen. One time I DM'd him to ask him to be on my wine show, and he said yes, and I didn't follow up because I was too nervous. All right. (laughs) Maybe he'll agree to be on this show and also not be on it. Yeah, I hope he doesn't listen first. (laughs) Have I picked four? Am I done? No, you got yeah. one more. Really? I picked first, didn't I? Yeah, you got you you picked Vela, Hollingshead, and Sifu. Oh, you're right. Okay. I will pick hmm. Who's left? I uh, Mario? Yeah, not bad. I guess I'll pick Mario. He's pretty tall. He likes to head the ball. It's him or Ilya in my mind. I'm, I'm going to pick Mario. Yeah, I think. I mean, you can't take it back once you say the name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, can, you can have him. It's okay. <laughs> so you, you say your team. So your team is uh, so, same all out. Avela, Hollingshead, Sifu, and Mario. Great. Okay. I mean, I think Vela's carrying you a lot. I think I have a little bit more. Yeah. Yours is a riskier thing. I think my three picks so far are Poku, Buick. Buke, I can't fucking do it. Buke? And Acosta Buke. are a little bit more consistent. Yeah. So I think that allows me to take a risk on my final pick. Okay. Which <laughs> I'm going to Maxime get Crippo. so much shit for this. Lionel Messi. My fourth oh pick my God. <laughs> is that we sign Messi. We scoop Messi from, from Inter-Miami and he okay. joins our team and he scores 30 goals at the end of the season. I mean, the smart money would be like Griezmann or some other big European one if I wanted to be stupid. But no, I'm saying we get Lionel Messi and he's on my board. Yeah, this is as stupid as it gets within the world of being stupid. 
Yeah, and it's not, I mean, an MLS team's tied to him, and wouldn't you rather come here than Fort Lauderdale? Fort Lauderdale? Fort La- that's what it sounds like when you're drowning in the swamp of Fort Lauderdale. Well, uh, those are our picks. We'll, we'll figure it out over the course of the let's season. See what, let's see what happens. What a great, like, long shot. You know, there's also a world where you win with three of them. I feel confident in my three. I mean, I don't think Vela's going to go wild, so I I, I feel yeah, confident it's true. enough Vela's to a big a name. I also, I think as soon as I got Vela, I was like, oh, I can be risky now. I was like, I can yeah. just kind of do whatever. He'll still score a bunch. I'm not worried. But, uh, you know, Messi's going to score a little bit more. Yeah, Messi's going to score a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I think the main question is, like, for what team, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't clarify the goals have to be for LAFC. Um, <laughs> Um, (laughs) when we come back let's make some bets and we're back now finally it's time for a segment called bet it and forget it bet it and forget it every week travis and i are going to end the show with a bet for this week's game. We'll make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week, we'll both put up $5, and if nobody hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they'll win a good chunk of change. Last week, there was no game, and neither of our bets happened, so that still rolls over. It didn't happen, so we both lose again. What were the my my bet last week was that there would it would be a zero zero game. I mean, I was close. It, you're very close. <laughs> I was so close. You you've come closest to hitting so far. And my bet was that Kellen Acosta punches a fan in the face, which could have happened. We just didn't see it. If it did, um, I have a prediction this week that I feel confident in, and oh, it's wow. it's one that you know twenty dollars are on the line now. Now that yeah, we got to get serious this far. Oh, actually thirty dollars. It was twenty dollars last week. It's thirty dollars this week. The prediction I'm very confident in, Darren, is that okay. there will be some sort of Air Force flyover at the game, and one of the planes will have to make an emergency landing. <laughs> I don't know. There, no, it doesn't mean someone's going to get hurt, but that there will be a, <laughs> one of the planes. Something oh is going to go a little wrong. They're going to have to like fly to Ontario or like that weird private air jet or airport in Burbank. One of the planes is going to have some trouble. Watch what you say about the weird airport in Burbank. That's my house. <laughs> Three planes flying over here, ruining the audio of this show as we do it. That's a good one. Man, you know, if one goes down, there's a plane flying over right now. I wonder if you can hear it. If one goes down, it could be completely no problem at all. Everyone lands safely. It could be very tragic. In either case, pretty good for Travis. I mean, what I did, I did not say a plane would crash. I said they make an emergency landing. I said it goes down. Yeah. I just, if, if a plane crashes and someone dies, does my bet hit? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That's half the point of this is that something crazy happens and you feel weird about the money you won. Great. What's your prediction, Darren? My prediction is that I got to go wide with it because it's pretty wild. Well, not wild, but some player coach or staff member on the sidelines on the field but on the sidelines at some point in the game will be ejected for drinking an alcoholic drink during the game <laughs> do they grab it from a fan we it doesn't matter at some point they're caught at some alcohol. point someone will catch them <laughs> and be like what are you doing you can't do that you gotta go I mean, it's gonna be Giorgio Chiellini <laughs> <laughs> yes 
Yeah, he's gonna have an aperol spritz at some point. Just yeah, he's you know, gonna have some like, amaro, some aperitif that he got at Capri Club, and he's gonna enjoy it. Which I think everyone at that point would agree. Like the rules are the rules. I mean, we we all agree you should be able to do this. This is important <laughs> for culture. I also don't even know. It's possible that that's not really necessarily against any rules, depending on who it is. I don't know. I wonder. It's got to be. It's got to be like a conduct thing. But, well, we both have our predictions. We we'll shall see, see. That's our show. That is our show for this week. Before we go, we want to remind you that we'll be live streaming post-game about 10 minutes after the game on Saturday on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Click the link. Talk to us in the chat. If you want to call in to talk, we'll post a link to join us in our remote studio, and you can hang out with us and be on the show. I'm excited to call in walking from the stadium to my car. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, which we now have full episodes up on YouTube. And if you enjoyed this show and you have friends that are curious about getting into the club, you're on your way to the game and you want to teach them all they need to know about the game this week, please have them listen to the show. It, it really means a lot. We're doing this all on our own time, our own dime. So any new listeners will really go a long way. Thanks again for listening and see you at BMO. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.